we've been starting to do like a daily support indie film challenge where it's basically search the hashtag, pick five filmmakers that are using it and retweet. Right. And the the snowball effect is that, you know, on Sundays especially, because we call it support indie film Sunday, but we do it every day and we think everyone should do it every day. Yeah is just retweet a couple people. I mean, even if you're campaigning yourself, the idea of social media, and a lot of people don't get it, is social media is not about tooting your own horn. Social media is about being social. So if I retweet you, you retweet me. Right. And it's the old fashioned adage of if I scratch your back, you scratch my back. You're collecting fans with every job you do. No matter how big or small that job is, you're collecting fans on social media. And this can really pay off in the long run. We're a documentary I like to think of like a wave. You know, you, you have an idea, you know, you have a thesis you're going to try to go with, the research, the content, but but you let the content take you where it's going to go. And it's like you really try to kind of ride that wave into something that's going to take you to be a good steward to the content. I had, or I still have, a massive crash, a massive celebrity crash Uh-oh. on... Uh, on <laughs> Well, apart from you, Max, I'm oh, telling you right on. now, but whoa. that's different. Sorry. Oh, my. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, my. We're going to pause this session, folks, and we'll be back later. <laughs> no, sorry. That's, that's on another show. But yeah, apart from that. <laughs> uh, God, you're blushing over here. <laughs> I do have a massive crush on. And welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and I'm the host and producer of this show. And I'm broadcasting from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. The sun has set and the moonlight is now upon us. Thank you so much for joining me on this broadcast tonight. I want to remind all of our listeners that you can listen to all of the episodes of this show. If you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, you can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, make sure you reach out to me via the contact link on our website over at cinemaafterdark.com. Please make sure you have some skin in the game prior to reaching out and by skin in the game. You certainly need to have a few credits under your belt. We value that for credibility. I also strongly encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind everyone listening that this is an information and discussion based show. We do not censor ourselves and we sure the hell don't censor our guests. So please keep in mind that the views and opinions expressed on this show may not reflect the views and opinions of the host. I am very excited to share tonight's discussion with you. It is quite a treat. And let me tell you a little bit about our guest tonight, Miss Karma Sharon. Karma is a Sydney-based actress, singer, comedian, and model best known for her role in the American TV drama series, Deadly Women. Her captivating on-screen presence, strong emotional range, and great comedic skills have provided her with numerous film and television roles alongside some of the industry's most recognizable names. And this is a wonderful discussion, very funny to say the least, a lot of playful exchanges there. It's quite fantastic but so is she so she's really kind of an eclectic individual so it was a really good time this is a wonderful discussion i look forward to sharing it with you and first time listeners and long time listeners this is that part of the show where i ask that you make that fresh batch of popcorn sit back relax and get comfortable while you listen to tonight's guest Karma Sharon. Well, hello, hello. Indeed. How are you this evening? Absolutely fabulous this afternoon, Max. Like, yeah, <laughs> see, that's what I was wondering. I know we were talking about this off air, but it is 8.13 p.m. here. What time is it there? It is 3 p.m., 3.13 p.m. on Wednesday, 1st of Feb. So we're a day ahead here oh in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, you are in the future. My goodness. I'm in the future, and the future is bright and beautiful, Max. I it love is. that. Salute to that. <laughs> By the way, how is the weather there right now? 
day is not actually that great, although it is summer here. It's, yeah. it's a bit gray, but it's a great day to be at home and to chill out and to talk to you. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am super <laughs> excited to talk to you. By the way, it is Moonlight in Los Angeles. It's something that I say at the beginning of this podcast. And I tell you one thing, it's, it's quite remarkable. The sky is actually somewhat clear right now. So I'm really excited to speak to you. And I'm, I'm glad that we were able to connect because you're doing so many wonderful things. Uh, thank you, Max. And not as excited as I am. Thank you so much for having me here. It is my pleasure. And let's jump right in here and talk about your backstory a bit. Would you mind sharing where you were born and raised and how you got started in this crazy entertainment industry? <laughs> Crazy indeed. Sure. Uh, so I was born and raised in Tel Aviv in Israel, which is a little country <laughs> that you probably <laughs> don't have a lot of people on your show from Israel, but it's actually, it's a great country and I've had an amazing childhood. It's with, surrounded by a lot of warm, wonderful, beautiful people, a lot of sunshine, great beaches and yeah, my immediate family were all entertainers, not wow. so much well, mostly at home in the shower, etc. But <laughs> you know. some shower singers there, right? The shower singers, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, my mom was a model when she was young, and my dad was a theater actor. And I was both of my siblings are singers as well. So we all grew up wow. pretty much loving the entertainment industry and and wanting to be part of it. But apart. from myself really none of them took it further as a career um, and I really decided to to pursue it seriously as they say yeah what was the point that made you do that you know like was there a certain moment uh, it's a very good question well I I've always loved acting and performing ever since I was a kid I that was my greatest joy was my ability to make people laugh and to make people entertain and to just perform. I, I don't know. I just became yeah. alive when I was performing. I was I used to, to run these talent and singing shows in my neighborhood with, with my <laughs> friends. As a kid, we used to, um, I don't know if you're familiar in America with the Eurovision contents. But oh, yeah. To, um, yeah. <laughs> A local Eurovision conference when we pretended to be from different countries and sing songs. And nice. I know that's always been my greatest passion and love. And after that, I started studying. I took drama lessons in high school and I joined a local theater group mm, as a yeah. teenage and I had a band. And, you know, it just evolved. But to be honest, I never actually thought that it would ever come true, that my dream would ever come true and become a serious career. I always thought it's just a dream. It's just a hobby. It's just something that I love, but I have to get a real job, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that way at times. It doesn't even seem real, like something that's tangible that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. It still doesn't sometimes. Yeah, I right. I have to pinch myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because I grew up watching TV and films and and that was my world. I was in love with MTV yeah. back in the day. It was, it was purely music channel. Right. And I was just obsessed with music videos. And I, my brother and I, that's all we used to watch. And I feel that <laughs> yeah. it's such a big part of my life and my childhood. And I f also feel that I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, that films and music and it, it, it's a greater part of our life that we're right. willing to even admit, you know, it's like, I, I call it the perfect marriage. Karma. I do. I yeah. think it is. It's so perfect. When you mix cinema with music, it's just the perfect combination because I mean, songs obviously are stories that need to be told. And what better platform is there to tell or express something visually than film? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that so many films and TV shows and songs had such a big impact on how I grew up and what I became and who I am. Because mm. they're a huge part of my life. Right. And I felt as a kid that this is what I wanted to do more than anything, to tell a story, to touch someone's life, to maybe 
influenced them in a positive way because that's what films did to me. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. You know, when you talked about music, were there any genres that you were particularly drawn to, especially with music videos? Because there were some great music videos across the board. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just oh, man, fantastic, yeah. especially like the 90s and like 2000. Oh, gosh. It's great. Great videos. <laughs> Sorry. It's just yeah, they're, they're like short films with music. It's yep. crazy, but they're fascinating. I still love them. I must admit, I still love watching music videos. I don't know what it is about it. That it's just me too. Yeah. Like you said, a great marriage. Although oh, yeah. marriage usually is not a great thing, but it's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you on that. <laughs> We're going to get ourselves in trouble here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not say that. <laughs> it's cool, though. I was probably thinking the same thing, but that's a whole other topic there. <laughs> I mean, speaking of that, there's so many people where it doesn't just work out. So it's interesting. I think life has a lot of challenges nowadays. And yeah, it's an interesting society that we live mm -hmm. in, but. I, I digress, but again, genres, was there like, were you into like pop music, rap, hip hop, R&B, rock, alternative was huge. I mean, there were so many videos that were just like killer videos and so many songs that were just awesome and artists, let me not even get into, but it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. But yeah, it was, what was kind of, what, what was in your ears? Absolutely. I, I would say a lot of pop. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, R&B. Nice. A right. lot of R and B, rock as well, like Guns and Roses, right? And, and Queen, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of rock groups. Poison. It was just like there. There was just a lot of very, very good artists. It was artistry was huge. Right. In the, in the Absolutely great musicians. Yeah. Prince. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Not mention Prince. Right. right. And you know that those those people affected my life in such a great positive way and i feel like i grew up with them that last year 2016 was so devastating to lose so many great amazing artists that i grew up on yeah it's crazy you kind of feel like someone from your family just died you right. feel like someone you've known all your life died and mm -hmm. you know yeah and i cried my heart out you know george michael yep. prince that they were prince, just they were my Jackson. lovers yeah oh. yeah well, he wasn't my lover, but uh, <laughs> that's a different story. I did lie. I love, I love him, Jay, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. So this is what I want to be. Mm -hmm. I want to be that kind of person, an artist, right. an influencer, someone who does what they love for a living yeah. and able to bring so much joy and happiness Right. to other people's life and to touch souls. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's fantastic. One of the things that sticks out about you, I think, is that you're sort of a multi-talented individual. I mean, you've got the acting thing down. You do some comedic work, also sing, and you have a fantastic <laughs> voice. And I was listening to some of your music, and my gosh, you have such a soulful voice. I was like, whoa, it's <laughs> fantastic. But it's interesting that you are kind of a multi-hyphenate type of individual. You know, you are a definition of an artist. You know, you're multifaceted. Now, you also model. And I was wondering how music and also how modeling, how everything kind of influences your film career. Well, first of all, thank you very much. That's oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I have always wanted to be an actress, but I... Singing was my first love, to be honest. And wow, nice. I've always thought I'd become a singer more than an actress. And as I grew up, my passion for acting was getting stronger. And I still absolutely love singing. And I love, I would love to combine the two. I would love to, I've actually, uh, I've studied musical theater. And I did try to combine the two, although a lot of people don't like musicals. Um, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's an interesting genre. I'd like to combine the two, not so much in a musical, but more perhaps playing a character that can sing in a bar or something or mm. whatever. But it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. One of the films I'm working on is called RSVP. Right. And mm -hmm. I'll be playing a character there that she, she, she doesn't sing. However, the... Um, Maya, right? Maya, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the theme song for the film will be recorded and sang by myself. So, oh, my, that's uh, awesome. Till, 
still in pre pre production, but we're working on it. And yeah, it, it's fun to combine both passions. Wow! Together, that is fantastic. It's interesting when you that you mentioned musicals too. I see a lot of actors that have you know these pretty good voices uh, really mm. diving into and being selected for musicals, and it's cool that you have that in your repertoire of uh, skills because it's not easy to be a singer for one, but two, to combine that with film, I think that's uh, you know certainly a, a unique skill set. So it's pretty cool. Now, fast forward here several years. Is there anything you wish you know you would have known about this crazy industry that you've learned over the years? Um, back when I was young, you mean? Yeah, I mean something that you've learned. Like you know, you've had some experience. You've obviously been on sets now. You've done some films. You've you've you obviously done some music work, etc. How is there anything that you've kind of learned that? you know, you didn't know before, you know, has the industry taught you anything, anything come to mind? Very good question. It's a hard question, Max. I wasn't prepared to answer hard questions. Today. Sorry. <laughs> we like to, we like to stimulate the mind here. We do. I, I know it's uh and it's, and it's interesting because it does require a bit of, I think, reflection. And I'm sure there are many different things that may stick out in that regard. You know, maybe it's it's uh, something that you've learned from an acting standpoint, or maybe it's something that you learned from the business standpoint in terms of how the industry works. I would say that the best thing I've learned from being in this business and from working with like-minded people is how important it is to be positive at all times mm. and to be a team player at all times. Right. And how small the world is really, despite of what we think. And maybe when I was younger, I didn't realize that, you know, I cared less if I had an argument with someone or I didn't like someone, I would be like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> you kind of, I was never a bitch, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you kind of grow up and you learn how important it is. Yeah. To respect everyone you work with. You never know when you're going to meet them again, when you're going to work with them again. And it also affects your work and affects what you do and how you progress and how you are. That's true. Being in this business has taught me more than anything is to be positive at all time and to stay away from negativity. And... I still see people sometimes online, you know, people in the industry, actors be negative and rant a lot about things. And I feel like this is not going to take you anywhere. It's so important to keep it positive at all times. Yes. If you're having a bad day, don't take it out on set or the people you work with. Absolutely. That's a great yeah. piece of advice right there that's sometimes overlooked. I think sometimes people... And I had a social media expert on not too long ago named Heidi Dean. And we talked about this and we were talking mm, yeah, about. Yeah, listen to that show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you tuning into that. There's a lot of great information she shared. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. I actually just connected with her last night on oh, Facebook. Fantastic. Oh, good, good, good. Tell her you, you know, tell her you heard her on the uh, podcast. I think she'll appreciate I that. I did. Great, and great. She said, you're awesome. You see, it is a small world. <laughs> good stuff. Good. I'm glad she didn't uh, say what I really am. I'm just crazy pretty much for the most part. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. Love that. But it was interesting what she said, too, about uh, just social media and how you utilize it and, you know, the importance of being positive, putting the best image out there, because that's often the first mm -hmm. time people get to actually see you on yeah. social media. And that first impression is so, so critical. And I, I do think some people utilize their social media as if it's a diary sometimes. And I'm not sure if that's the best way to approach yeah. social media. I mean, I'm no expert, but she is. And, you know, I know she said something about that and yeah, it's really critical so it's interesting you said that and i think you're right it's it's really good to have positive energy in general because i think like attracts like so oh absolutely i'm a great believer in the law of attraction and in positive affirmations and positive thinking and yeah. it's one thing that i live by so definitely oh i love that <laughs> now how do you book jobs is there a method to your madness do you have an agent 
Do you have a manager? Do you tend to reach out to people? Do people reach out to you? Well, all the above. Nice. Fantastic. Which is interesting and interesting that you mentioned social media. It's actually crazy how things have changed. I'm actually getting a lot of work through Facebook. And I know in America, Twitter is bigger, but here, for some reason, Twitter is not here in Australia. Uh, Facebook is bigger. Interesting. It's amazing how much networking and connections you can have. That is, it's just, it's, it's incredible. So wow. that's one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely using social media for networking a lot. And I think it's a great platform to connect with people from all over the world. Can I ask you something about that? Sorry, sorry to interject here. But how do you do that through Facebook? Are you reaching out to people? Do people find your profile? Like, how does that happen? Like, are you posting your projects and then other people are seeing it? What's really drawing that attention? That needs to work. I can't tell you my secrets. I'll tell you. Tough to kill you. So many people are doing that these days. I get, you know, friends requests from people in the industry that I've never met, I've never heard of, but we seem to have like 300 mutual friends. So it just happens. I think it's mainly from, um, you know, Facebook often just shows you suggested uh, people you may know or things like that. And then you see you have 400 mutual friends or something like that. And you realize they're in their industry. They look like a nice person. They have nice, positive profile. So might be interesting to connect. Oh, fantastic. And it's not necessarily because I'm trying to get a role out of it. It's just nice to connect with like-minded people that you can talk about the same things and have the same passion, creativity, and you never know where it's going to lead. But I'm just saying that because I got an, an email from this editor who I requested as a friend because he seemed like an interesting person and sent me an email asking, why did you request me? Do you expect me to give you a role? <laughs> like, Jeez. no, but oh nice my. to meet you. <laughs> uh, Jeez. So it, it's uh. funny, yeah, but it, some people take it in an interesting way but i think it's right. definitely in most parts very positive and beautiful and i love how the, this community is growing and i love it right <laughs> right cool how do you prepare for a role would you mind kind of taking our listeners through your preparation process is there anything that you do to prepare very interesting question i think it really depends on the role you have any strange habits? Yeah, is there anything like say, you know, say <laughs> I reached out to you or a filmmaker reached out to you <laughs> with with a uh, screenplay? Are you are you doing anything strange? Like do you do you like uh, hang yourself upside down and and, uh, <laughs> and chew bubble gum or something? I mean, <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean, is there? Is, I eat spaghetti with chocolate. <laughs> um, that's what I do. That's my secret. Uh, don't try it at home. Uh, especially upside down (laughs) (laughs) i do a lot of research i think it's very important to research because we don't know everything about everyone where they come from how they lived how what they experienced and what it's like to be a certain someone we can imagine we can use our imagination, but without proper research, without going to the to the place that maybe I don't know, just investigate a little bit. Like, for example, there's a film in pre-production at the moment that I'm we're planning to shoot next year. It's called A Blow to the Head, mm, yeah. and I got cast as a transgender. Oh, cool. a woman. Yeah. yeah, challenging role. Absolutely, I loved it. Uh, the minute the director suggested it to me i was like and he approached me you see i just met him in this networking event and he said which we're still laughing at that the fact that he yeah. approached me and said would you like to play transgender I'm like thank you very much <laughs> my adam apple is too big i don't know what it's about me that made you think that i should put a man but thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny, you but, should have um, deepened your voice is, when you uh, uh when you first spoke to like, me Thank you. It used to be George. <laughs> but I absolutely love taking on board challenges yeah. and accepting big roles like that because it is playing something that I've never been and I don't know much about. Although I have a lot of friends from the gay and lesbian community, I don't actually know what it's like to be transgender 
what they experience and what goes through their head and what they really feel deep inside. For example, a woman, a, a woman who's trapped in a man's body, for example, what, what, what is it that they feel really? Yeah. So it's, there's going to be a lot of research involved for me to nail that character and to right. really understand their, their deep. So definitely research, definitely finding let the character live inside me. Get yeah. the truth. Find the truth out of that character. Yeah. Find their truth. What motivates them? Who are they? And there's a lot of thinking involved. Yeah. And when you get that truth in your head, when you really connect and understand that person that you're playing, there's no room for mistake. I mean, it's a lot easier right. Right. to to then accept the script and, and nail the script because you just understand that person. You know who they are. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's my technique. I, I mean, there's lots of other things you can do, of course, but right. cool. understanding who you are is, for me, the most important thing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting to say the least. Now, is there a role that you've been wanting to play but you haven't had that opportunity yet? Anything that sticks out that you want to do? Absolutely. Yes, I would love to play a dramatic role that involves some hardship or mm. mental illness. Oh. Maybe playing a, yeah, I don't know, something with a lot of depth. Okay. I often get cast as the villain, which I have no issues with. I love playing the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <So> the bad. <laughs> I don't know, something about me. So one director told me one. He was looking at me, he goes, Yeah, you have something evil in your eyes. Like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> but he said it in a nice way, you know, it didn't mean it was funny because yeah. I'm actually pure in heart, you know, but I actually enjoy playing the villain and nice. it's just it's challenging. It's fun. There's a lot more that you can do with a character. I don't know. Right, I right. Feel can you get that? Way, do you uh, want to? Do you want that though? Do you want that emotional kind of roller coaster? Some of those dramatic roles. Exactly. Require? Yeah. Okay. Emotional roller coaster. You 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 said it well. That's exactly what I want. Okay. I love that. Yeah. You hear that filmmakers yeah. out there? She's looking for a little bit of a a challenge there from a yeah. emotional standpoint. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Those crazy roles, those psychological roles, I think are always fun. To create in general so yeah very cool i don't yeah. know what it is i think as actors we're drawn to these things i don't know if it's just me uh, yeah. or a lot of actors feel this way but it's just more fascinating for me to play the extreme rather than the girl next door absolutely yeah i could see that happening often i know a lot of actresses particularly actors i think that and actors too that model always like get put in these cliche roles sometimes and I think that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> but we are approaching our break here, and I do want to talk about some of the projects that you've recently been working on. But is there a role or a character that you've played that's been one of your favorites? I know you mentioned that RSVP. You got to do a little bit of singing, too, as well. Anything that sticks out that you really enjoyed recently? I really enjoyed playing uh, Jamila Mubarak at Deadly Women. Mm, yeah. TV series. Yes. Again, the villain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's based on a true story. So that was mm -hmm. really, really interesting for me to explore that character, to understand her, where she's coming from, what she's been through, what motivated her. And she was fascinating. She is. She's still alive. She's fascinating to me. Um it was just fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun to kill my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think that director was right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he saw it early. He's like, yeah, he's got a. He's like, are there any weapons around when you were around him? <laughs> That's good stuff, though. By the way, what was that set experience like for you? Awesome, fantastic. John Mavity, the director, was. Yeah. So brilliant, so awesome to work with. And it's all very fast-paced because it's television, you know. It, we had to jump from one scene to another really, really fast. That's fun. But it's crazy because yeah. it actually brought something else 
you didn't have a lot of time to prepare or to rehearse or any of that. You just jump to scenes. Right. And when you're in that character, when you, when you like I said, you, you leave that character, it's a lot easier because you, you're not in your head. You just, you almost live their life. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was a great experience. Really enjoyed that. Shout out to John. You're brilliant. Salute to John. Salute to that. <laughs> love that. By the way, you know, what kind of things do you like, qualities do you like in a director? And what makes your job easier? Good communication, for sure. Being open and honest with me. It would be great if they let me have my own interpretation and take on a character. Mm. Or right. A little bit of freedom because, then, creatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so far, I've worked with so many amazing directors yeah. that they do that naturally, I think. Right. The more experience you have as a director and someone who some directors do acting as well, just so they would be able to understand the actor's point of view. And I think that's actually really important for them and for us. Right. Good point. Great point. I want to know what kind of shows you like. Do you watch a lot of movies yourself? And do you have a favorite genre? Are there any TV shows that you're watching right now? Maybe a series or something that's caught your attention? You know, what's on your screen? I really love, I'm a big fan of sci-fi. Oh, Thrillers. Nice. Yeah, And psychological thrillers. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, right. hell yeah. <laughs> I, I love it when the brain gets involved. And there's a lot of thinking that maybe there's a twist or something that just capture you and your heart and your soul and everything in you and you don't move from the screen. That's yeah. where it's like, boom. Yeah. I love comedy as well. I have to say, I nice. really enjoy comedy. So I'm, I'm kind of torn. Someone asked me once, what do I want to do more? Is it drama or comedy? And I'm, I'm torn. Right. I can't, I can't choose between the two because <laughs> making people laugh is like my favorite thing in the whole world. I love making people laugh. Good stuff. Yeah. And I'm so blessed and grateful that I'm able to do that. Yeah. You had me cracking up prior to this conversation. I, I must add, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, that, that that's nothing, honey. <laughs> we can talk after the show. It's a different story. Um, yeah, but um, <laughs> so a part of me really wants to do these dramatic hardship, you know, roles, mental roles. But a part of me also just wants to be funny as hell. So yeah, it's it's hard to choose. Selfish choice. <laughs> right, right. Now, before we go to our break, Karma, what qualities does a good actor possess? I don't know. I'm trying to find out myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> I was hoping you would tell me. <laughs> oh, my. That's awesome. What do they possess? I don't know. Being genuine yeah. and positive, like I said, and appreciate the moments and be passionate and accept challenges and have fun and enjoy what you do and don't be so stressed out whether you're going to make it or not right. it's not about it oh that's so true you're so enjoying the process right absolutely journey is everything and but if you hear me hollywood i want something big yeah salute to that that's something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, right on definitely- to that <laughs> I, I'm look, I'm so blessed that I get to do what I love. I'm excited to wake up in the morning. I'm excited to go to work. I don't even call it work. Yeah. I just live life. And it's been open and honest and being the moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you know, don't try to push something that was not meant to be perhaps don't ever step on other people don't ever bring anyone else down just to bring yourself up mm. don't do you know aggressive marketing right or self-promotion i see some actors do that on social media and i think really like really do you really think you're gonna go anywhere with this attitude it's like stay positive be nice be cool be genuine be yourself and just do a good job right and when you do a good job people will notice you yeah that's a great place i think to take a short break 
and give our listeners a chance to reset. And we'll also give you a chance to reset because you've been so wonderful here. That is very well said. And then we'll come back from our break and discuss some of the recent projects you've been working on. You've been quite busy here. So how does that sound to you? Want to take a short break here? Sound fantastic. Although, Max, I can speak to you forever. <laughs> well, I love that. I feel the same way. This is fantastic. <laughs> really appreciate this discussion. So, um, yeah, we'll take a short break here. We'll refresh, give you a chance to refresh, and then we'll come back from our break and discuss your latest project. So, folks, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Cinema After Dark podcast. My goodness, we are continuing a wonderful discussion with Miss Karma Sharon, and she has <laughs> so kindly discussed her journey into the film industry. And for this half of the discussion, I do kind of want to switch gears here a bit and discuss some of your latest work. Now, Miss, you have been very, very busy. My goodness, I'm very. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh my God. A, a really busy, busy. yeah 2016 <laughs> 2017 is just starting you have a bunch of projects here that are currently in uh, pre-production post-production too as well it has been quite crazy i can imagine right absolutely and i am so blessed and grateful that it is crazy i mean yeah i i mean my love life and my social life suffer a lot i have to say i hear you <laughs> <on that. laughs> I hear you. They've been that. neglected big time. Yeah. But, you know, it's sometimes the price you have to pay when you're so passionate about something. And I am, like I said, I am truly grateful for that because works keep coming. And I have a problem. I can't say no to anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard yeah. for me to reject work. Even, right. even, even if I'm super busy, even if I'm already shooting like three films at the same time and then there's something else and I'm like, yeah, me, me. Absolutely. So it's <laughs> I think that's a good approach. I think that's really a good uh, mindset. I really do. I do. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. But I also need to remind myself to rest sometimes <laughs> and to look after karma a little bit more. Yeah. She does need to rest. I'm not Superwoman. I'm not Wonder Woman. I am a right. human being. So, um, yeah, look, it's exciting when you love what you do. It's just really exciting to not want to be involved with every great film that's out there or, or want to go to like every exciting audition. You know, yeah. it's there. And I should be on it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. My gosh. Well, let's talk about Dead Squad. Now, that's a film that's Ooh. in pre-production and you have a nurse role in that, right? Yeah. Evil nurse. I oh, my. Say. What can? <laughs> <laughs> that villain role again, huh? Uh. Yeah. Well, look, the, I'm actually super excited about this yeah. film. We're shooting. I'm flying to Bali in Indonesia. Ooh, fun this month so we'll be shooting in bali in the jungle and it's a horror film oh, funny enough that. not yeah oh you know what it's not a genre that i ever thought uh i would be on but wow yeah it's actually super exciting for me to be on this film to be part of this film because the production so far it's in pre-production but everything they're preparing for the monsters for the bodies for, for everything just looks so amazing and i can't wait to just be part of it oh my that's a cool cover uh, art, by the way how did you meet the director how did that whole thing go down how did you find this role online online nice. i uh, applied there was yeah auditioning online i sent a self-tape and they loved what i did and i got the role and the director dominic Hosser. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's first film as a director, and he is super excited about it, and I'm super excited about it because the script is absolutely amazing. It's going to be a blast. Right. He's done a lot of producing 
Yeah. And so we're filming in Bali and I'll be playing an evil nurse and I'll get to be very evil because obviously it's a horror film. So it's <laughs> going to be fun. Yeah, folks should look out for that. We, we won't give too much away with that because, yes. yeah, it's, a, uh, it's, it's in the making. It's in the works. So. Absolutely. Oh, my. But That's... watch out for that one. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. How about Bendy? I know we, you know, we briefly mentioned that before, but yeah. Would you mind talking about that Bindi. a little? You play Emily in this comedy short? <laughs> Bindi is a short film right. that it's madness. It's, I think it's, it's very Australian. And I would say it's more of, I don't know if you got this, you ever watched the film, uh, The Shallow. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. About the girl with the shark mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. trapped in the sea. So it, yep. it's a, Pretty much was built, written as a parody to the shallow trailer. So if you ever watch the trailer and you watch Bindi, you would understand it more. But okay. it's it's a parody. It's a comedy about uh, life in Australia. <laughs> okay. And about yeah, yeah. It's a short, very cute little film that we just decided to do on the spot. Yeah. Now the Bard is a uh, another short, right? Yeah, another Wait, short with the was it amazing. A, another comedy. Yeah, you another like those comedy. Girls? I do love comedy. I have to say, <laughs> does it come natural? By the way, um, I mean, do you like to have like a script and lines, or you know, are you really able to kind of, kind of improv a lot of that and bring a little bit of new life to a role that's been already written for you? Uh, funny that you asked that. I actually find it a lot easier to be funny when something is not written for me. Right. Uh, right. I find that I find my own jokes. People say I'm crazy with the shit that I publish online <laughs> on social media. Sometimes I say the craziest thing that goes through my head. And, <laughs> and you know, it's just, I guess I am naturally funny, if right. I may say so myself. Yeah. When you need to be funny with someone else's script, it, I find it a lot more challenging because mm. it's someone else's joke, it, it's someone else's humor, and it's not always your type of humor or the way you would deliver things. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. There are so many different types of humor, and you have to... And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's very challenging, can be very challenging. Hmm, So, but Michael Knott uh, was a good friend of mine, was a director for the Bard and he's a brilliant director and an awesome friend. And he was the one who, by the way, shot, helped me shoot the um, self-test for um, Dead Squad. Oh, cool. Right. Nice. Yeah. Very Still cool. very grateful, Michael. Thank you very much. Thanks, thanks to you, I got the role. Oh, salute to that. So, and he's a funny man by himself. So it was mm-hmm. a great pleasure working with him. And we do, we do connect on a, on a humor level. Yeah, humorous yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, I find that to be a common variable amongst creatives, especially with comedy. It seems like you know you see the same people sort of working together, or they kind mm-hmm. of just get each other from a comedic standpoint and. I think there is a formula for it. I'm not quite sure what that formula is yet because I haven't done a comedic film yet, but I, I do think that it's quite unique and a common thread there. And comedy to me is tough. So it's, I'm always admirable of folks like you that can, you know, bring comedic material to life. I think it's a, a certain special skill set without a doubt. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, some people say that. Some people say it's easier than drama and some people say it's harder. It's really, wow. I guess, depends on. On the person or the actor, right, right. Hey, so you play jingle singer. So you do you say you do you sing a jingle in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is it brutal? Is the how's the jingle? Uh, well, I'm not actually singing. It's more. It's been pre-recorded, so I'm ah, not using okay. my actual voice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. it's the character more than the actual <laughs> singing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good deal. Okay. Now, gosh, there's so much stuff that you have uh, done here. It's been quite a. Uh, remarkable um last few years here let's talk about truth because that looks quite fascinating what was it like playing that role as the uh you know cbs employee was that whole process like there? bigger production too probably i would imagine well it's a huge production obviously it's a hollywood production that yeah. they came and filmed here in australia with kate blanchett 
who's absolutely divine and one of my greatest influences and idol. Right. Robert Redford, Dennis Quad, and some other amazing actors that were involved in the making. And it was such an honor, such a blessing. And I'm so grateful that I got to be part of it and to be on set with those amazing, incredible people, Elizabeth Moss. And it, it was, it's something so amazing just to be part of such a great production. And you yeah. see how, you know, the most professional people in the business work and how things are done when they're when you have a proper budget <laughs> and yeah it's nice and yeah. I, and kate blanchett you know she's just oh, fantastic she's divine yeah. she's divine she's absolutely such an inspiration and she's so down to earth so lovely to mm, work with and she's amazing it was just a brilliant experience yeah about innocent killer news reporter Oh, Innocent Killer, yeah. yeah. It's another thriller, horror. Yeah, another thriller. <laughs> yeah. huh. That was fun, yeah. That's yeah. in post-production yet. And still, I'm dying to see it. That was fun. That was fun to work with them. Yeah, news reporter. Did you have to change your delivery to play that particular role? What was it like? Again, it's all down to research. I've never right. been a news reporter myself. Yeah. I'm not so much into politics or all of that. So I don't really follow uh, what they're like, but I had to do some research and mm, investigate yeah. and see what it's like would have been to be a news reporter and to follow a murder investigation and to... Um, it was interesting. It was a, I wouldn't say it was a challenging role. It was an interesting, fun role. <laughs> okay, okay. 222, which is a cool title. You played a restaurant in that. <laughs> There's another thriller, some good thrillers here. So you kind of find yourself in roles for the types of films you like to watch, too. Absolutely. I'm still waiting for the big sci-fi to come, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sci-fi filmmakers. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Okay, sci-fi now. What would you like? Like... What kind of material? Is there a sci-fi movie that you would love to have seen yourself in? Gaga Dot stole my role for that, for um, you know, Wonder Woman. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Damn uh, you, bitch. <laughs> no, uh, I love her. Yeah. Amazing, stunning Israeli woman. Absolutely. Uh, Quite striking. Sorry? She's striking. Yeah, yeah. To say the least. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. So, absolutely. unfortunately, she got that and not me, but uh, <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, I would love to yeah, I don't know. Time travel is something that I'm fascinated with. Oh, I love time travel. Okay. And maybe Superbar. I don't know. Um, would you play a villain, though, or would you play the superhero? Uh, either. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Brought me. I love challenges, as I think you, you got so far. So I actually love surprises. I love challenges. I don't like telling people what I want. I want them to tell me what they want, and I'll bring it. Right. Good. Okay. Okay. Now that RSVP role, can you tell us, you know, a little bit more about that whole situation and how that kind of manifested again? RSVP is a romantic comedy and it's a Bollywood Australian film. Yeah. So Sun, Sanjeev, I probably don't pronounce his name correctly, Sonny, I want to call him Sonny, is... Um, Bollywood star who moved to Australia and he decided to produce this film here and it's quite amazing thrill to be in this production and it it's it's funny because it's it's Bollywood but it's not a hundred percent Bollywood it's it, it's kind of a mix of Western films and Bollywood productions mm, yeah cool if that makes sense oh, yeah, so absolutely. I get I get to play his wife his ex-wife. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, again, the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 one to watch because we already started shooting it, and it's it's brilliant. It's cool. really funny, and it's beautiful. I love it. My God, a lot of stuff great, coming up. Great people, yeah. Nice, nice. A lot of great stuff coming up. Anything else that we should look out for that you want to mention while I have you on air? Well, the Tunche is mm, yes. another horror film that we are planning to shoot in mm -hmm. Peru. Mm, nice. So that should be an interesting one. It's still very much in development. Yeah. But it's a big one to watch. 
And there's some other things in the making that are behind the scene that I'm not allowed to elaborate on. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's exciting times. And I think 2017 and 18 is going to be very exciting and super busy. And, yeah, I don't expect much change in my love or social life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that uh, when you're in the business making movies, or it's just a... Uh, crazy time flies too you work 24 hours yeah it's like work never ends work never ends even if you're on set for 10 hours and then you go home you never really rest i feel like any moment of my life i'm doing something related to my career either if it's social networking if it's you know self-promotion marketing um designing my own stuff as well i designed my own website that's Um, fantastic too by the way thank you there's so much work that's involved that needs to be done apart from just auditioning and learning scripts and working on my craft and and doing workshops and there's always like ten thousand things to do that you i really don't feel that ever rest i hear you on that that is uh, so so true it's an interesting sometimes people ask me yeah. yeah People ask me, what do you do after work? I'm like, what do you mean? After You're right. Work? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I know what you mean. I, I hear you on that. Now, Karma, I've got to do something here to you that I do to all of my guests. And, oh, you've been so wonderful. And oh, it's really hard for me to do this to you, but it's something that I have to <laughs> oh do. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, unfortunate i have to play the villain here and do this to you but um (laughs) i've got to ask you though if you're ready for it i mean it's something that i've prepared specifically for you for this particular podcast and i've just got to ask you if you are in fact ready for it but i want to give you a second to think about it (laughs) you know then we'll ask you again because it's important to have a little bit of time to kind of just think about whether or not this would be something that you're willing to uh, experience. Well, you know what? As I said before, I love challenges and I am not afraid of anything. Oh, so bring my. it on. Bring okay, it on. Okay. Bring it Interesting. On. All right. Well. Ooh. <laughs> Karma, this... music. I love that already. <laughs> now, this is the part of the show where I ask our guests to share a fun fact about themselves. Now, Karma, oh. you've got to share a fun fact. This can't be just any old fun fact. This has to be something that people don't know about you. And I'm putting the spotlight on you. A fun fact, something that people don't know about you. Oh, my gosh. Here, um, <laughs> that music is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of indulgent, um, I must say. It, it, it makes me go places that I don't want to go. But um, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anything that people don't know about me because I'm I'm very much an open book and I do share a lot okay. on social media but if there's something I would say fun fact about me that I don't talk often about is I had or I still have a massive crush a massive celebrity crush Uh-oh. on uh, an, <laughs> but apart from you Max I'm oh, talking wait, about hold on right now whoa. but that's a different story oh my, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh my. <laughs> we're going to pause this session folks and <laughs> Sorry, that's on another show, but yeah, how's that? God, you're going to be blushing over here. (laughs) I do have a massive crush on Adam Lambert. Oh, nice. Fantastic. By the way, fantastic singer. I mean, did you hear his Mad World when he won? Wasn't that one of the best versions of that ever? Ever, but he didn't win. He I know. It was BS. <laughs> I thought that whole year I was pissed about that. But totally. yeah. yeah, everyone but, were. But, yeah. But what is it but about? You know him? what? He's well. First of all, I obviously fell in love with his voice. Um, mm, yeah. 
when was it eight years ago when he was in, on American Idol. But apart from his stunning, unique, incredible voice, he's also I've 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 learned to love him because I've been following his career for a while now, and his personality is just incredible. He's right. so down to earth, yeah. so incredibly smart genuine nice he's actually one of the people that really taught me how important it is to be positive and going back to what i said at the beginning of the show how important it is to appreciate everyone you work with and to acknowledge them and not just be like oh me 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 i'm the best you know he's so down to earth so easy to work with so but such a beautiful person inside and out and inspires me in every possible way and i would say he's still very much my big crush apart from max <laughs> yeah max yeah sorry uh, i try i try i try uh, <laughs> apart from uh, his positive influence on me from the entertainment industry perspective is also someone i find extremely sexy and adam if you hear that call me oh my oh, oh my oh my my you know so what? Don't be jealous, Max. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. I'm yeah, I'm a little jealous. I, uh, I have to. I have to say, yeah, yeah. I uh, definitely uh, a bit jealous now. <laughs> Crawl back into my podcast cave here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked for a little secret that I never told anyone. So there you go. There that you is have incredible it. fun. Out fact. in the open. That is fantastic. <laughs> and by the way, like you said, I think one of the things that sticks out about him is that he appears to be a very humble gentleman. Like he's mm-hmm. very humble, you know, he can't, his backstory is just crazy, fantastic. And, uh, yeah. he's just got pipes. I mean, he can just, he's got some great videos. Like, what do you, uh, that one song, um, what do you want from what me? What do you want from me? Oh yeah. my God. Talk about it. Just, you know, he's currently touring with the uh, queen. He's been touring with oh. him for years and oh, now he's been a huge, oh yeah. He's coming to America for North America for a huge tour wow. uh, this year, actually. So. Yeah, watch out for him. Yeah. Great voice with great band. That's like the best combination. My God, that'll be killer. Fantastic. Great fun fact there. Very, very, very cool. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, Whew, I got out of it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you took it pretty good. It was good stuff. Now, ah, gosh, you know, if you weren't doing this crazy entertainment thing, I've got to ask you what you would be doing. What if you were living a just another life somewhere? What would you do if you weren't in entertainment? I I've always wanted to be a psychologist. To be honest, oh, fascinated. fascinated with humans, yeah, human being with emotions, with feelings, with thoughts, with and at the same time, obviously, be able to help people. You know, right? It, I think I would have. Yeah, I would have been doing that. Oh, very cool. What if you get to play one in a film? I did, actually. Uh-huh. I got to play a psychologist in a film. And funny enough, that was actually a very challenging role. It's very difficult. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but it was... I had to bring down a lot of... I'm, I'm big. <laughs> Not physically, but, <laughs> right, you know, right. um, I... Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> I had to bring it down a lot. Nice, and yeah. It was very hard. Yeah. It was very hard, but... Um, Interesting. Yeah. So from a performance standpoint, you had to tone it down just a bit, huh? I had to tone it down quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I think that's why I love the extreme roles and the crazy roles, because then you just, you can, I can just be myself. Right. 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 <laughs> now, do you have any hobbies or guilty pleasures? Random, right? Yogurts. Uh, oh. Sweets. Nice. Uh, Sweet tooth? You got a bit of a sweet tooth? Uh, yeah. What yeah, do you like? Because you have to watch your weight and your figure, and it's really hard when you just love all those yummy, yummy things. If you could be eating something right now while we're speaking, what would it be? Sweet. Pizza. Oh, my God. Pizza? What? Eat pizza. Oh, my just God. You'd crash. You'd, 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 like, crash <laughs> in, like, in, like, 20 minutes, you know, halfway into this podcast, you would have, like, fallen asleep. <laughs> Uh, I am carb- dying to eat pizza. You have nice. no idea how long it's been since I had pizza. Yeah. And that's, that's all I want. Do they have some good pizza in Australia? What's it like? I don't know. I'm not yeah. allowed to eat pizza. It's against my diet rules. Oh, my goodness. Not even a veggie, and, a little, not even a slice, a little bite. You know, once you start. That's true. It's just, it's yeah. It's better oh, to God. avoid it altogether. But you got to go for it. Yeah. You got to go for it. Oh, no. 
What if they have it on set? What if it's been a 13-hour day and all they've got oh, is well, the pizza? That is actually a problem that <laughs> that, that happens uh, a lot when very, they're just, you know, that's what they give you. And hilarious. As an actor, yeah, but after, th- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch your figure. And, and especially I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready for the big. Preparing, um, right? Big roles. you got a couple of yeah. coming up, right? This wow. this funeral making, and I really have to look at my bed. So hopefully, sorry, pizza. hopefully, part of the scene is involving pizza. You have to, <laughs> that's that's that would be so perfect, wouldn't it? I, I'm I'm kind of putting that in the director's ear. I'm add some, going to be in the moment. Add a little pizza to that set. <laughs> and uh, cut. I'll just in. <laughs> Actually, that set pizza is pretty disgusting if you think about it. You know, people who eat <laughs> set food. True. Is it, you know, whenever you see someone eat food on a, uh, a film or TV show, I'm like, oh my, oh my, they're, they're definitely not swallowing that food. If they do, it's, it, they're done. <laughs> it's been out for like 20 hours. Oh my. oh my God. When I was on set for The Daughter, yeah. uh, it was an incredible Australian film, by the way. You yeah. got to watch it. It's absolutely an amazing story. Mm. And I was a wedding guest and we had to play the wedding scene for like two days dancing to the same song uh, it was crazy yeah but apart from that we also had a, they had chocolate cake on the table oh my. that was there for two days oh wow <laughs> that is brutal my god and it was brutal because like on the one hand it looks it looks nice it looks like a nice chocolate cake and it's just in front of <laughs> you and it's really hard to resist on the other hand you kind of aware of the fact that it's been standing there for two days oh my and <laughs> you know, goodness. It, so yeah that was funny <laughs> oh my goodness well it has been seriously a pleasure having you on this program and i've got to ask you two more things here before we wrap one is there yeah. any advice that you would like to share with someone that might be listening to this podcast and maybe they want to do what you're doing right now or maybe they don't have the resources is there any advice you'd give that individual First of all, there is a ridiculous amount of resource of how to approach this industry and what to do and how to get there on the net. Just Google, ask what you want, do your research. You will find all the answers that you want. If you can't afford courses or workshops or or tutorials or whatever, so much on the net for free. Absolutely. So true. For you, Mm -hmm. Uh, including this podcast. Right. Thank you so much you. For, for doing that because oh, you yeah. are helping people, aspiring actors out there. And another thing that. that I would say is don't give up. Right. If that's what you really want to do, if you believe in yourself that you can do it, that you have it in you and you don't want, if you're not just doing it to be a famous Hollywood star and make millions, if that's really your passion, it's if it's really within you, don't give up, don't let anything bring you down including 10,000 auditions that don't go well because yeah all you need is just one that fits you that can take your places you know and yeah. just don't give up believe in yourself and do your thing and be genuine and positive and honest and real and fun and, and the enjoy the, the and enjoy the journey and the sky is the limit and max I've had so much fun talking to you today. You're awesome. Oh, thank you so, so much. It has been a true pleasure having you on this program. But we've got to plug your website, Twitter account. How can people get in touch with you? It seems like Facebook is one way to get in touch with you. I can't believe it. It's insane. So, yeah. It is insane. Yeah, it's such a different world. I feel like I'm actually, I am on Twitter, but again, in in. I'm not huge on it because it's just not really big in Australia. So yeah. I, to be honest, I need some tips of how to use this bloody thing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning as I go. I'm like, right. I don't know. People hashtag me on things and I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that Heidi um, Dean, I tell you, she's yeah. a good one. Yeah. But you got to use <laughs> yeah, it though. I us, know, us, I know. us crazy I Americans. Know. We always use this crazy Twitter. So yeah, you've got yeah. It's it's insane. It's a whole world that I I really know so little of. But anyway, I am on it. It's at Karma Official Karma with a C, and you can also find me on Facebook at at Karma Official. So that's easy. And on Instagram, funny enough, Karma 
underscore official. So good stuff. And your website? Hard to find. And my website is karmaofficial.com. Fantastic. Very easy, folks. <laughs> yeah, I made it easier for everyone. Karma of karma with the C people. And <laughs> do not confuse with bad karma. Right, right. <laughs> Very cool. Well, folks, certainly check out all of her social media accounts. And gosh, again, I want to thank you for coming on this podcast and sharing your wonderful story with our listeners. It has been an enjoyable time. And my God, we share quite a few laughs there. I really appreciate that. We'll have to bring you back in the uh, near future. How about that? Oh, don't let me stop you, Max. Oh, my. Anytime. Fantastic. Oh, my. Oh, my. Fan. I might forget about Adam Lambert. You know, <laughs> still already. Is he ready to come back tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I try. I try. But yeah, it's been such a pleasure having you on the program, but I think it's time to fade out here. What do you think? Unfortunately, yes. And the pleasure was all mine. Thank oh, you my. so much for yeah. having me. And thank you for everyone who was listening. And I hope, I don't know what I hope. I hope <laughs> good things will happen. <laughs> I think that's I a great something. way to close <laughs> this particular conversation with a little laughter. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Karma Sharon. My goodness. Check her out, folks. And we will be back with more after this break you are listening to the cinema after dark podcast my name is max cole and i host this show hopefully you are feeling inspired it's been a wonderful time this evening I want to thank you for listening to this program make sure you tell someone how to follow this show on twitter at cinema after dark you can also subscribe to our show on itunes stitcher and google play again thanks for listening we'll be back with more shortly and welcome back to the cinema after dark podcast before we wrap, I want to thank our guest tonight, Miss Karma Sharon. My goodness, what a wonderful, wonderful discussion that was and quite a playful exchange there. Goodness gracious. Well, make sure you check out what she's got going on. My gosh, she's certainly doing her thing. And I want to thank her again for being on this program and being so fun to chat with. Most importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight. Obviously, this show is not a show without you listening, so please spread the word about this show. Show someone how to follow us on Twitter. Show someone how to access our website over at cinemaafterdark.com. Show someone how to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or Google Play. I would greatly, greatly appreciate you spreading the word. With that said, dream big, be humble, work hard, and stay focused. Have a wonderful night, everyone.